Wellness is more than just health. It is living fully. Wellness is fueling your body, engaging your mind, and nurturing your spirit. How we think about wellness is affected by our culture and our life experiences. Hi everyone, my name is Anne Omojo-Iela. Welcome to the Relevant Health and Wellness Podcast, a space where we discuss all things health and wellness, mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Relevant Health and Wellness Podcast. I am so excited for today's topic. It's on period poverty. A couple of weeks ago, I did an episode on just, you know, everything menstruation, everything period. And I touched a little bit on period poverty. But today, I have an amazing guest who is going to introduce herself about her foundation and the advocacy that they are trying to do when it comes to period education, empowerment, awareness. So please, Moreni KG, please introduce yourself to our audience. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Moreni KG or Loni Lua, uh, but a lot of people call me Reni Mo. I mean, that's, you know, how you find me on social media. I'm a broadcast journalist and uh, most importantly, I'm a menstrual hygiene advocate, right? I'm the founder of the Girls, Ladies and Women Empowerment Initiative, that is, aka the GLW community. And we're all about putting a stop to period poverty, especially in Northern Nigeria here, okay? And uh, we started out in the year 2019, and we've been able to take advocacy to some rural communities here in northern Nigeria, but we're based in Plateau State, so we've started more of our works here on the Plateau. Why do we want to do with the women in rural communities? Because we discovered that these women and girls, most of them cannot go to school whenever they're on their period. The women have to stay back at home. The conditions, you know, they go through while they're on their period, you can't even imagine you know so and it goes a long way to affect them in the long run you're talking about their impute in in life and generally some of them have to you know put their dreams under the carpet because you know this thing leads to they have childbirth issues because uh, poor menstrual hygiene can build up to do a lot of harm to women and girls in the future so basically we just know that women and girls in rural communities should not be held back should also have the same platform the same opportunities with their their peers you know when you point when they they're out there they shouldn't be held back so that's why we're determined to see that we put an end to period poverty in northern nigeria it's not a day job you know what they say Rome was not good to me. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Lifetime. Once you start yeah. advocating yes. for life. So can we just yeah. of stay on? Like for someone who feels like they don't understand it, what is period poverty? Mm. So period poverty is very simple. It's it's basically the lack of uh the right information about period or menstruation if you'd like and also the lack of uh period management supply that's menstrual management supplies i'm talking about water i'm talking about sanitary products whether pads tampons whatever you like i'm talking about how to dispose it properly 
I'm talking about a play, a safe space to change without feeling, oh, I'm exposed, somebody's watching me. So these are the critical components when we're talking about period poverty. Information, water, you know, uh, safe space to change, your having um, the right uh, disposal method that's after you've used your product, where to dispose them. These are the factors when we're looking at period poverty. So in most rural communities, these things are missing. And guess what? Period never stops, not even for the okay. pandemic. So. Because I, I was reading as I was doing my research for this that on average, a woman will menstruate for seven years of her life. So you like, it's literally... That's, that's a whole lot. That's a whole lot. And there is nothing you can do about that. But then it's just the different things that affect people when it comes to that period poverty. Because not only are these period products now becoming so expensive, so the average, like you said, in your communities, how do they afford? Because again, doing my research and as, as we speak, I don't know, maybe you could even tell me that if a pack of pads is almost like a thousand something naira. Or maybe the smaller ones are like between 450 and 500. Okay, so, that. <laughs> all right. So here, here in Nigeria, right in the market, you can get um, a regular small pack. The Veroni, the some of the brands that are just you know coming up more bad, they go for 350, 400. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, they always they are at very advanced you know ones that ah, are in the market. So those are well. the ones that are. 500, 600, 800. In fact, I got a pack yesterday for 980. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, this somebody, a girl in the rural community will tell you this 980, I'll rather feed myself than spend 980 on sanitary pads. So it's it's really it's serious. And here in Nigeria, I don't see any uh, subsidy coming in to save the day when it comes to menstrual hygiene products. In fact, on that uh, some of the laws that has to resist things in Nigeria is considered a luxury product. And when I found out, I'm like, how can we say menstrual products are luxury products? No, no like I'm, I'm sorry, like how? It's not luxury. This is literally anywhere else in the world. They say it's your human right, but we know where we are coming from. And when anybody right. says human right, they like forget it. Don't talk to me about human rights. But in Nigeria. Like Nigeria, who are you talking to about human rights? But truly, it feels like a luxury to the girls and women that you are having to educate. So like staying on the topic of information and education, especially when you talked on how this, if you're not taking care of yourself when it comes to your period, it could have repercussions later in your life. Like when you're trying to maybe have a baby or sometimes you have people who have like, um, you know, urinary tract infection. So you have infection, yes, yeah. Use body odor, something as simple as that can lead to, you know, body odor in life, and that can be really embarrassing. Now, when it comes to information, um, I'll say that the older generation have not done so well, and we can't put the blame on them. It, it's what has been passed on from generation to generation. Menstruation is seen as a taboo, like, I mean, the topic. Do not talk about it. When you're on your period, go and hide yourself. So I'll give an example. We went to Panyam community. Panyam is a community here in Plateau State um, on the Mangu local government area. And we first of all paid advo advocacy visit to the community leaders. Of course, they were mostly men. In fact, there was no women at that meeting. Wow. They were represented by the men. 
And we told them, oh, this is why we're here. We want to have a talk with the women in the community on menstrual hygiene. And they were smiling. And I'm like, why? They were like, ah. whenever they're on their periods, they don't, women are not permitted to cook for them. The women cannot sleep in the room with the men because they are considered unclean. So the women and girls have to stay away, you know, when they're on their periods so that they do not contaminate whatever. I don't understand that. Exactly. So, and this has been passed from generation to generation to generation. So even the young girls, you know, do not understand that it's menstruation it's your pride it comes with who we are as women so nobody should make me feel uh, bad while i'm on my period or make me feel like i'm impure impure or whatever you like you know so there is a gap in getting the right information across some parents who are enlightened it will shock you they will tell their girls once you start menstruating if a man touches you you will get pregnant hello those are can, can, I, can, I speak, can I speak on that? It's funny because yeah. if my mom listens to this sometime in the future, I'm sorry, mom, but she could not before. And she she was a teacher then, so she was my a mom is a teacher too, and she did the same thing. Like, literally, I remember you will you will laugh at this, right? Like, we had this poster on our deep freezer, right? And when she knew, like, because we had like maybe four or five girls in the house. So when she knew we were getting to that menstruation age, she put the sticker HIV kills, but not education on <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh it's my so goodness. embarrassing. But truly, I didn't actually get a proper education. Exactly. It was it was wild west. And I remember having my period in boarding school. You know how it is. Like oh. it's it's a mess. Like, let's just be yeah. So, so you have to now rely on older students, colleagues to tell you, hey, so this is what you, so this is how you do it. Like, it was, it was truly a mess. So, like, as we stand right now, what can we do as a community to just keep educating people? And like, in terms of your your group now, like, how as a community do we join hands with you to say, okay, let's right. be better. Right. So I, I like the theme for this year's uh, World Menstrual Hygiene Day uh, sometime in May. It was basically a call to action. You know, everybody must get on board. My uh, uh, my my initiative, what we myself and the team, we just go from this community to community. We engage the leaders in the community. We engage the women in the community. So because advocacy is it, it, it can never be too much, you know. Oh, no, we have to keep on talking. And I'm thank God for social much. media. Yeah. You know, thank God for the use of social media. Pass the message. We're also encouraging individuals. I mean, in your community, wherever you live, there's always that one girl that perhaps is at a disadvantage when it comes to perhaps finance, access to these products, access to information. You should take it upon yourself. Talk to them. You can gather them. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be an elaborate thing. Two, three girls, talk to them. You know, be a part of this. Be involved. There's also the, the one somebody, you know, tweeted a few months ago and said, ladies, you should carry emergency pad in your bag. It's not just for you, but for the sake of whoever you will meet on the way, who is, oh, I'm a Nigerian. You know, so, so that way we can break the, the ice of home menstruation. It's not a big deal. It's who we are, you know, so advocacy use your social media talk about it you can talk about it. even men you know 
Okay, so on my radio show one time, we were talking about menstruation during uh, the World Menstrual Hygiene Day. And one of the guys called and said, how do I be a, a part of this? And I told him, simple, you have a sister, you have a female friend, give them a sanitary pad, just out of the blue. You know, you said a lot. You show them that you, you, you're concerned, you care, you have encouraged them, you know, just be there, be there. I don't even want to go to the details of when a woman is, you know, having the cramps and, you know, all of the baggage. I think that would be a conversation for another day. You know? Maybe you could share, exactly. like, the period of time you've been doing this, some hygiene tips you could advise people. I think maybe that would be a nice way to sort close our conversation, but yeah, yeah. So, so I want to believe as many people that are watching or listening to this, they're of course very enlightened. You know, we know the the pros and cons, the deal. But here is the thing: for for some of due to what we've done with communities, one of the key things we tell them because we know that giving them sanitary pads sometimes is not sustainable because of you know where they are at financially. So we tell them even the pieces of cloth that you want to use right there's a way to manage them wash them you know avoid using the, your likes of the disinfectants or what they call those things those harsh chemicals just soak them in mild detergent spread it in the sun to dry and then make sure you press it with the iron okay mm. okay and then we've also been advised to separate the pants you use regularly from the pants you use for your period they should be separated mm. right so i have this set of pants for my period i have this set of pants for my regular day to day also you could make sure you clean yourself as often as you can every time you want to change wrap it up properly i mean there are some enlightened women who still dump their used uh, sanitary pad in refuse and in a dustbin just like that it's not cool it is you'll be surprised and, and i think the key thing is because people still don't talk about it so even the ones you think are enlightened there's still a lot of things that they've carried from exactly them. that we're not doing right you, you know not so doing I, can i show can i just okay i will not go to pick a sanitary pad, but you know when you, you remove your sanitary pad from the pack instead of disposing that uh there's a way it's packaged yes i think it's actually used to repackage it after you've used it That's wrap it. it back and, and can i be real because i'm not about yeah. that quick life it took me years to really understand because i was not mm -hmm. educated but it took me being enlightened to know that okay simple things as the first thing was you cannot flush in the toilet because exactly you'll be surprised the number of people who thought still flush it down and who still do that i used to be in that category anyways like and <laughs> i used to do that right that's what i'm saying like let's be real because we didn't get educated on it and then the second thing was the disposal which you talked on so that disposal thing of wrapping up i will go triple metal like if we're being very real oh right, I right. Wrap right. Up with every african home I wrap it up in tissue as well because there are people who still dispose these things and I don't want somebody just stumbling on my 
thin like my my pad anyhow like i'm sorry if 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 you live here in nigeria there's also the concern of i don't know if you heard the social media drama it was everywhere people young boys picking up uh used sanitary pad to use for something 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 exactly so i mean there's a there's a lot of reason why you want to dispose your sanitary pad very carefully and discreetly as discreet as you can some people advise that you burn it you gather it together and burn it well if you find a safe space to do that and that works for you that is great as well that's a fantastic way but on no account should we leave our used sanitary pad you know hanging somewhere in the bathroom some people will even store it up under the bed or something i mean i I went to an all-girls boarding school i saw everything and then so it was (laughs) it was i can't imagine like it was a lot but i think the key thing is i imagine that if then someone had come in just even one of the female teachers had given us a lecture on that the difference it would have it would go a long way right you literally grew up by yourself that's why hopefully our generation are trying to do better to say yeah especially now that your girls are having periods much more earlier so you that education needs to start real quick because real quick you know can i chip in something and the issue of um menstruation starting pretty earlier i know that some mothers were beginning to have issues with it you know there was uh, more like it means if your girl is starting a period early it's because she's been perhaps exposed to sexual activities pretty early but hey that's not even it that's not how it works exactly so some people you know had have to now why are you starting your brand and like how's the girl supposed to understand how her body works and when you you know so yeah the world is moving fast and if you don't join the train you'll be left behind left behind but then from what you're telling me it just tells me that there's still a lot of communities that are practically in the stone age and there's nothing they can do because some, some women still still squat in just stay in. there's a room designed for that just stay there when you're you're going you feel like it's flowing down go and stay there so you are have you, to stay you those rooms yes yeah they still exist they still exist if you go to these communities you will be shocked i mean what what does women and girls go through it's, it's not good it's so interesting so please like where where can we find you how can we help like just Pick yourself out according to the podcast I always listen to. <laughs> okay, well, the GLW community, we are on social media platform on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, at the GLW community. Our website at www.thegwproject.pinterest.com, right? You can okay. find us there. We have, you know, we put up our projects from time to time. You can support us by you yourself standing up in your own community you know and picking on that girl and helping her through it educate them gift them a sanitary pad you can do that and by that you're making our workload very very easy because we don't have to now come to your community because you've done that for us so that'll be good you can also partner with us and you can just send a mail an email to us at the glw project uh com okay you can, you can, yes yes you can send us you know send us a message send us a dm on social media let us know what you're thinking we're open to collaboration you can 
tell us about your community you want us to come there you can you know supply sanitary products that will give out to these communities you can also lay out with us with funds if you like in cash you know we take that as well and most importantly you can help us by standing up in your own community and doing oh, something oh that is wrong. that is so great thank you so much like thank you so much Rennie, for doing this and for educating us so guys thank you for having me um like she said um the g the, the glw community on instagram right because i know a lot yes yeah yeah yes. start from there and then i'm sure the link to your website would be on your page it's well. there absolutely and it contacts as well yeah, our details are there okay so there's a telephone number there as well yeah yes okay yes so, on our bio you'll see all of that okay that's absolutely great so if you guys want to partner with them because i know i have people all around so please contact her she's doing such an amazing job so thank you again for being thank you so much for <laughs> You're never. All right. Sorry, it went off for a little bit, but it's okay. Great. <laughs> Thank you again. All right. I am so grateful to Moreni KG for joining us and being generous with her time. Um, so just to round up again, please, 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 if you wanted to just partner with Renny Mo and the GLW community, they are on Instagram and I think their handle is the GLW community and I believe they're on Facebook and as, as well. And as she said, they have a telephone number. So just reach out to her. And as she also mentioned, mentioned in the episode it's not just about you know sharing pads or doing all the extra vegan maybe outreaches it's about just educating someone who might not know what is going on helping a girl who is less privileged than you are in educating her of what to do and breaking that stigma of menstrual hygiene or talking about menstruation in our communities so again thank you so much guys for being part of the relevant health and wellness podcast as always share repost send to everyone as much as you can and please share your ideas with me like i'm loving this new style we are trying to do but you know zoom has its limitations as well but i think you know this is a this is a new angle and i'm liking it so please 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 as always thank you again and have an amazing week bye guys